You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuta and Lawson. It is 8.04 a.m. It's come time for our next quiz question, please. Lawson, take it away. All right, our next quiz question. Here we go. Which of these is a direct Bible quote? Here we go. A, God is witness between you and me. B, God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. C, God is love. Or D, all of the above. If you know the answer to that one, well, 0491-064-669 is the number to text. And if you text that number with the correct answer, you go into the draw to win the great prophetic books of Daniel and Revelation, as well as the KJV Bible with Mark Finley Study Helps. Both of these incredible products that we want to give to you for free. And I, when I say that incredible products, it kind of sound like a salesman. Uh, <laughs> but, but no, really, like to know the books of Daniel and Revelation and and even Revelation, like it says right there in the beginning of the book, it is a ble- you are blessed if you That's know right. and you read and you study this book. And Daniel, as well as the precursor to Revelation, you know, they're walking, the two books kind of going and walking hand in oh, hand. Oh, completely hand in hand. Hey, just like, yeah, hand into a glove sort of thing, isn't it, really? Mm. And I love also how Revelation starts with the revelation of Jesus Christ. In yeah. other words, the revealing of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And sometimes, like we've, we said before, that you know, people have just got bogged down with all of the symbols and the beasts and other things that come up in the book of Revelation. Um, and I know when I was in, you know, in my younger years, I used to think, oh man, you know, about all this. But when you really, when as I got older, I really realized that, yeah, it's so Jesus centered, mm-hmm. the book of Revelation, and that it's all about Jesus winning and Satan losing, which is the most exciting part about it all, you know, and that goes right through the whole thread of Revelation. Hey, how good was our interview with Dan? Higgins. Oh, yeah, I mean, such a gun. Just yeah, such a gun. Like I, I love Dan so much. I believe he's engaged. He's 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 on the way to to getting married, which is you know good for him. And and yeah, like just doing fantastic things in the ministry music space. Isn't that so good? Music is, touches souls so much, yeah. doesn't it? And I think that kind of forum, like a public community event where as you yep. said, like, oh man, it would be awesome. Like go there, ride the mechanical bull and and do all those, that kind of stuff. But then also at the same time, what I really love about it is that it's one of those kinds of events, but then there's like no drinking. Yeah. And there's, and there's just Absolutely. like that just- rowdiness and whatnot. They, they really take the edge off it because and and they can have fun and you can have like like have one of those fun. rural country days you know Absolutely. like i grew up here in, like in newcastle lake macquarie but i we'd always got to to uh, here to curry curry where we are you know the motorbike tracks out here and they would you know set all the stuff up that have like big events and whatnot at the motorbike track and i'd be racing but you know it's like all the community getting together and and it's like it's cool because the community comes together. But then at the same time, I think for me, for me looking back, especially retrospectively and, and the drinking and the issues that come with that and whatnot, it's like, it's so amazing that they can circumvent that. And they're like, they can have an amazing country community event, but in in a positive spirit that has the potential to lead people to Christ. Oh, yeah, 100%. Hey, and also, I mean, do you know much about the Pinnacle of Terror? I mean, have you, have you seen the Pinnacle of Terror? Is, is that like a thing you jump off? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, um, you know, they take the Pinnacle of Terror to different places. We used to have it in in, um, in Burke as well as Brewarren, and I know that there's a Stormco team, by the way, going out to Burke next week too, so they'll be doing some great stuff there as well. Stormco is, you know, just young Christian people who just want to go out and just... Um, 
Yeah, just make people happy and just share the love of Jesus in different ways in the communities and especially through kids' programs. But the pinnacle of terror is actually, you know, they put a harness on on particularly the young children the and teens as they go. I think the adults can do it too, but it's more designed for the young ones to mm. give them that 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 test of, you know, trying to build their confidence, going going beyond their fears and going up. Um, so it's like a bit of a rock climbing, you know, um, uh, edge that they actually have. They cr- climb on that and then they climb across on um, the rope um, and then they have to just jump off um, mm. into a safe, you know, into a safe um, space, um, of course, that is designed for them. So it's all done professionally. Is I mean, they travel around. We've actually booked in the Pinnacle of Terror for uh, when we have our national um, Aboriginal camp mm. in Cairns in January. So, yeah, I mean, the Pinnacle of Terror is just fantastic. But, <laughs> I mean, just to have that, yeah, we used to have lots of kids getting up, you know, on that and just trialing it. They're just going, oh, that was so good. I'll do it again. Whereas initially, they were like, I don't want to go up. I'm too scared. Yeah. But, you know, to have that whole music background, you know, um, where people can just sit back and just really kick back and enjoy. And here's the thing. In these small country towns, typically there's not much for them, mm. you know, commonly. And so this is just a massive, massive, fabulous event. That is on October 1 in the World Kenya. You do not want to miss it. And if you're traveling through or close by, yeah, head on over to World Kenya for the day. October 1 is the day. October 1st. Oh, yeah, good. We're almost in October. I oh, know that is your birthday that, month. Well, I was yeah, just thinking the right, other day. Right. Hey, so you but can... I'm just I'm more commenting on the fact that this year is just flying by. Oh, way too fast. I, I don't know for you guys. Like I just it, it, time just speeds up as you get older and older and older. And not that I'm older and older and older. I mean, I'm, I'm 24. Uh, but time is just just speeding up and, right. and, and getting along. And and I, I can't believe we're in September because I always I think of. 2023 i'm like oh yeah it's a new year you know mm. it's not a new year anymore it's if mate it's almost it's more almost on the way out so i know hey hey we've got a text here from david saying happy preparation day shell danuta lawson and your guest on the show from edgar of course um sorry from david i should mm. say um yeah i mean so the preparation day um you know typically in the bible it speaks of the seventh day of course that that uh, god created the heavens and the earth in the six days and then he blessed mm. and sanctified the the seventh day. So we here at Faith FM are Seventh-day Adventists. We believe that according to God's word that uh, the Sabbath um, is the seventh day according to God's word. Um, mm-hmm. And Jesus himself kept the Sabbath. And so the preparation day, typically in the Bible, and it's also referred to in the New Testament when you actually read about, um, you know, Mary and, and the other women and that how they actually went to the tomb on the first day um, and, and saw that the tomb was empty. But it speaks a few verses before that at the end of Mark, at the end of Luke especially, it actually speaks about them having the preparation day, which is the Friday. Yeah, of course. And well, at that time, it was the preparation day and they were trying to you know, prepare the body and whatnot. That's right. Jesus, they did. Jesus was being crucified. Yep, for crucifixion. But yeah, oh no, man, it's it's fantastic to have this time that we're coming up to, to be able to rest in Christ yes. and, and to find rest in God and, and, and to rest from the... The pursuits of the world yeah, that we've talked about throughout this week, conforming to the world or conforming to God and, and being led by him, and we'll get into our Bible study, 
But it's just we have an opportunity while we're still living here to experience a taste of heaven to go like, yeah. can I, is there, is there, t- the, the question comes up, like, is there time that I can just purely give to God? And that's exactly what the Sabbath is. And so, yeah, shout out David for writing in that beautiful message and also coming in from, you know, Clarkson SDA Fellowship as yes, well. Which hey, is great. listening to the breakfast show this morning, and we are going to get into our Bible study for today, which we're looking at the prayer, the battlefield of prayer. Well, because we've been going through so far talking about the whole armor of God. Mm-hmm. And we yesterday we covered the shield and the helmet and the sword, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And then now we're, we're getting onto this this battlefield of prayer. Absolutely. And so let's actually go into Ephesians chapter six and read verses eighteen and nineteen and twenty. Um, yep. So yesterday we unpacked, of course, the shield, the helmet, and the sword, and now we're looking at yeah, just the prayer. So take it away, please, Lawson. Yeah, absolutely. In verse eighteen, the Bible says, "Praying always with all prayer." and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me that utterance may be given that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Yeah, so right here, I mean, right in in the start of that verse, hey, it talks about praying. It actually says praying always. Praying always. And so Paul actually urges the believers as soldiers to actually be in this, you know, continual prayer. So he actually urges all saints because he says for all saints. Mm. But he also speaks of himself in verses 19 and 20 yeah. as being the ambassador. You know, he's imprisoned. He's in prison. And, you know, he's he's an ambassador for Christ. And I love here actually that he asks them like, can you please pray for I me? I know. That's essentially what he's saying. And he says, and for me, that utterance may be given. So he's yes. saying, guys, like be warriors in prayer, like stand watch, watchful, receiving the supplication of the spirit and praying so that, you know, supplication will be made. And even for me, like yes. I am in chains as an ambassador. Pray for me that I may be bold. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. And that's really an important thing, isn't it? That Paul actually says, hey, I've been a leader of the church. I've church planted. You know, I've listened to God, you know, God's ways. But he's saying... I'm in need of prayer as well, yeah. you know, because I live in a world of sin. I am a sinner too, but also because of his situation there of being, you know, in prison. But he's actually saying, I need strength and I know there is p- a power in prayer. Yeah. And I think I love what you said there with him being a church planter. Like he was among the crew that first went into Ephesus yes. to plant the church there. And he's had a few, fair few. When we, when we started studying through the book of Ephesus, we saw the, the run-ins that he had in Ephesus and for the Christians there they'd be looking at Paul as like just the most gnarly like the most awesome fearless ministry a missionary that they've ever seen you know he was the guy that stood up in various times and in various ways to either persecution or whatever it may be and and he he's the one who stood like yeah paul was always the guy who stood and now again after those events as paul is riding in his chains most likely as he's in rome mm. he's like guys like i'm here in rome i'm in chains like i need you to pray that i may be bold absolutely because for paul here like the rubber's meeting the road when he preaches his life's on the line. But, but what's interesting, it's like, hasn't Paul's life always been on the line? And, And that's his very point is like, every time I've preached, 
every time I've been bold in the Lord, it is because supplication has been made for me. It's because the power of God is working in me. The Spirit is working in me to be able to say the words that I say, to preach boldly, as boldly as I preach, despite the the persecution that might come upon me and the threat that that is to my life. It's through the power of prayer that I've actually been enabled to do this. And this is what he's communicating to those Ephesians, like, hey, pray for me, I need it. Absolutely. And here's the thing, you know, he's on his own, he's in prison. And the thing is, we know that when we, when we've talked about this, that when we are, um, you know, when we move away from, say, fellowshipping with others or, or people of, of like mind and th- that we can pray together and study together, mm. the thing is, when we can tend to be on our own, that's when our thoughts, you know, thoughts, uh, our mind goes through different aspects of our lives, our sins can resurface. I know that many times as a minister, I've not only heard but I've actually seen it for myself too is that when people are for instance really really um those you know really really unwell and towards the end of their life or you know elderly and towards the end of their life you know and they're lying in bed and not many people are coming to visit them but even so that they can't move around you know those things those thoughts come back and the devil will still try and attack the mind which we've spoken about that having that Mm. helmet of salvation right and um, breastplate of righteousness all of those things but here's the interesting thing it's he doesn't just say prayers he actually says supplication Mm. right so what's the difference with these so prayer is actually where we also praise God and we give thanks to God. We praise God, but we also say, God, can you please, we pray for this person or that person in this situation. Mm. Supplication is like an earnest begging. Mm. Now, I remember, I want to share something here in this spot. Like, you know, I remember <laughs> before, just before Keith and I got married, you know, I was I was actually praying for the three months beforehand that we, you know, uh, that we would actually have cooler weather, even though it was in the middle of January. And my mom, <laughs> yeah. said, my and I said, Mom, I know we're going to have cooler weather, and she said, Stop twisting God's arm. Mm. And I said, Hang on, you taught us to pray and to pray earnestly, right? But here's the thing. God answered it. There was an absolute miracle the night before. It went from 41 degrees the night before to literally as soon as the sun set on Saturday night, so the Sabbath had just closed, there was a massive change in, in, in the temperature, in the wind. We opened up the hall that we started decorating. We opened the doors and there was a cool change and it was 26 and cloudy and perfect the next day. In the middle of January. In the middle of January, right? Well, it was the 26th of, uh, 25th of January, okay? Wow. And that for me is the many miracles I have seen with God wow. of answers to prayers from the war room. And that is supplication. That is what is begging earnestly is all about. And, and our whole wedding, you know, was flooded in prayers and God answered every single one of them. We had miracle after miracle after miracle. I could share more. But in here in this case, that's why Paul is saying supplication. It's not just praying because prayers include the praises and things like that. Hey, let's go to a couple of passages that really unpack this really well mm. because also this whole praying and the boldness that Paul talks about here and supplications is linked back to that whole thing of where he says earlier and um, to stand. Okay, to stand. We're able to stand because of this. So let's actually go. Let's actually go to Exodus chapter 34 because this is actually mm. a, um, sorry, not, not 34, chapter 14. Mm-hmm. Exodus chapter 14. This is a passage that, or a story that many people will know, but let's just unpack that in this space. Let's particularly first go to the verse that actually brings that about mm. to stand firm. Um, and then we're going to unpack some of those verses around it in the story. So can you sure. read for us Exodus chapter 14 and verse 13? 
Yeah, for sure. Exodus chapter 14 and verse 13, the Bible says here, And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see no more forever. Mm, Isn't that... Actually, read verse 14 with that too, please. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Oh, bang. Hey, like, didn't we see that yesterday about the shoes of peace? And we also spoke about standing still because God fights the battles. Mm. And isn't it interesting how Moses actually says, do not be afraid, stand still. And then he says, see the salvation. He's got that link right there with the salvation. In other words, you will be saved. Mm. You will be saved. What's the story around this, Lawson? Well, of course, the Hebrews had been subjugated under oppression from the Egyptians for, uh, at this time, about 400 years. That's right. And they had, like, generational slavery, essentially, they had experienced. Now, unfortunately, like, it started off, the reason they were in Egypt was actually that the Egyptians had saved their lives. Like, Mm. the Egyptians had saved the lives of Jacob and his, you know, children, uh, because of Joseph. Because, because of Joseph. Because Joseph. But then, you know, Jacob's sons. You start the book of Exodus and it's kind of like, but the, the Pharaoh, you know, after a couple hundred years, like, did, didn't know who Joseph was. No. And so then they started, ultimately. Israel the, was suffering. The, the, the Israelites, Israelites went suffering. into slavery. And now this is the point at which, like, the angel of the Lord is going to fly overhead and then they're going to leave. Yep. They're, they're, like they're about to leave their subjugation, their oppression. And again, generational slavery and the response of which as well, you know, when, when Moses shows up and says, let my people go, the response of the Pharaoh is actually to make them work harder and to, to punish them even more and oppress them even more. And now finally, like Moses is proclaiming mm. to the Israelites. He's like, this issue of generational slavery like all you've known is hardship and toil and and oppression you Mm. are now going to see freedom that's right and this was again the answer to a prophecy that god had already said like god had god had already said that they would come out of slavery you know they had a future they had a land of canaan to go to and whatnot but finally you could imagine being an israelite in this context where it's like all you've known in your family lineage up into that point for the last couple of generations is, is slavery yes and now they're standing there on the brink, brink of, their, of freedom. Yeah, on the, on the brink of their emancipation. And even before it had happened, Moses proclaims to them, he says, don't be afraid. That's like, it. Stand still you're, you know, and see the salvation. See, watch, watch what God is going to do. It's not like it had already happened. They're like, oh, thanks, God. It's like they were together. They were they were praying and Moses was praying That's for right. the people, making supplication, supplication. for them. Yep. But with that supplication, he was confident. He's like, he was confident in the Lord. We're gonna, we're gonna walk out of this. That's right. Even to the point where you know they, they, they walked through the Red Sea, like. And that's the thing, yeah. At this point, you know, he's saying this to them because, of course, the Egyptians are behind them. They know, mm. and ahead of them, they see the Red Sea, and they're like. Where are we going to go? Mm. We're going to get caught. And he's like, no, see the hand of God, stand still. And, of course, what does he do? He actually puts his hand forward and the Red Sea actually parts yeah. open. They walk through the Red Sea on dry land to the other side. And, of course, you know, Pharaoh and the whole army actually get 
you know, swallowed up in the sea as it closes back. Yeah. But he actually says these words, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord and what he'll accomplish for you today as they're standing on that brink of the Red Sea. Man, I love that movie. Uh, I believe it's the, the Prince of Egypt, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's like the one about Moses and his life and, and leading the Israelites out of slavery. It's like the cartoon made by, yeah. by DreamWorks, a classic movie. Yeah, yeah. But, man, that scene makes me cry bro yeah. I, I watch that and and it's just the deliverance that god gives like the he rescues his people he's faithful to his covenant and and they walk through and the the promise comes true it's like okay you will now experience freedom. Yes. it is powerful you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different Lawson, we have our last quiz question for today, please. Yes, our very last quiz question. And this last quiz question, it is also a multiple choice. We've had multiple choices all day today. And there has been a running theme throughout them. Tell us what that theme is and you'll get a sneaky extra point. Here we go. Why did Jesus come to die? A, his mercy took our penalty for sin. B, he wanted heaven to be our home. C, because of his great love. Or D, all of the above. If you know the answer to that one, and also you can see the, the through line through all of our quizzes today. Hey, 0491064669 is the number to text. And if you text that number with the correct answer, you will get, this is your final chance, your ultimate chance. Ultimate, to, ultimate that's right. That's we did right. the penultimate before. That's right. <laughs> this is your ultimate chance to get in for the quiz. This is your last chance. And hey, maybe you haven't put an answer in all show long. This is your opportunity. This is your chance. Again, that question was, why did Jesus come to die? Was it A, his mercy took our penalty for sin? B, he wanted heaven to be our home? C, because of his great love? Or D, all of the above? 0491 yeah. We have a text message in from Wayne. He says, good morning. He calls us DNL. I, I like lo- that. I like that, yeah. <laughs> well, because we had the double L team with Lyle and myself. Oh, now it's DNL. Yes. DNL. Yeah, I like it. It's kind of like the, the DL, the down low, you know, the, That's the right. DL. I wake up this morning. My daughter is 18. My son is 20. Where did the years go? That's Have it. an awesome <laughs> Sabbath. Shalom. Yeah, we were talking about uh, how, man, it's just like this year has flown by. We're almost just in October. Just too fast. That's right. But And it's like you say, like the older you get, the faster it actually goes, which is just amazing. But, you know, the great thing is um, as long as we, you know, link to Jesus Christ all the way through, that's the important thing. No matter how fast or how slow it is going for you, keep Jesus Jesus at the center of your life. Hey, we're coming back to our Bible study time. We've just been unpacking, of course, from Ephesians chapter 6, where Paul talks about the whole battlefield of prayer where he says, and verse 18 of chapter 6, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, with all prayer, sorry, praying with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to the end with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. And for me that the utterance may be given, that I can open my mouth boldly and know the mystery of the gospel. And, of course, the mystery of the gospel we covered earlier in Ephesians 2, of course, of course, um, um, that that we just uh, continue to discover more about God and there's so many more mm. things will be revealed when we actually get to heaven. But while we're here on this earth, it is about that connection with Jesus Christ in mm. every way. But also 
also here he's saying, you know, it'll help you to stand still as we pray. And we've just been unpacking, of course, how Moses then said to the Israelites when they were right on the brink of going to freedom, uh, there's the Red Sea, there's the uh, the Egyptians, the Egyptian army and Pharaoh following behind them. They're like, we are going to get killed. We are going to die out here. But Moses actually says to them in chapter 14 of Exodus and verse 13, he says, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which we, he will accomplish. And of course, the Lord did. You know, the, they got through on dry land, and and mm. then of course the Egyptians uh, died in the sea. Hey, let's go to another one in Second Chronicles that I think covers this really well. We're going to go to Second Chronicles chapter twenty. We're going to read a few verses in this one, but there's again a few key verses that actually says again, see the salvation of the Lord, stand still, mm. do not fear. This here is actually, um, you know, about Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was actually the king of Judah around 80, 873 BC to 849 BC, and he actually reigned during the, in, during the reigns in Israel of Ahab, Ahaziah, and Jehoram. Mm-hmm. And so it actually says, do you mind just starting and reading verse, uh, chapter 20? So just give us some of that background before, actually, if you can first read, sorry, I'm jumping around back here, but in chapter 20 of Second Chronicles, can you first read, please, verse 17, and then actually we're going to go back to... Sorry, verse 15 and verse 17, and then we'll give some of that background as we actually read some of the other verses. Yeah, sure. It says, and he said, uh, he, and he said, listen, all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude for the battle is not yours, oh, but like it is God's. God's. Yep. And then in verse 17, the Bible says, you will not need to fight this battle. Position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Yeah, love that. Hey, see that stand still, the salvation, see the salvation of the Lord, see that freedom that comes, see that see that you'll be saved. And so the background here, let's actually just read some of those verses at the start of chapter 20, um, verse, verses 1 to even verse 4, and then verse 7 especially as well, Yeah, um, and then verse 10. Please. It says here in chapter 20 and verse 1, it says, it happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them beside besides the Ammonites, came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in Hazazon Tamar, uh, which is En Gedi. And then skip over to... I know, keep going to verse 4. To verse and then four. verse yep. 7 down to... Sure. Uh, and verse 7 and 10 onwards, please. Sure. And Jehoshaphat feared, and he set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed the fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord, and from all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. And then in verse 7, the Bible says, Are you not our God who drove, sorry, who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend forever? And then in verse 10, it says, And now here are the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and did not destroy them. Yeah. And so, well, context we see here, we talked about the Exodus earlier. That's right. 
on the way to Canaan, the the Israelites didn't attack these people. They didn't invade this land. They, That's right. They they let these people inhabit that land, and now those people are rising up to to take on Israel. And the prayer is being made here, and he by Jehoshaphat, and he's like, God, like why, you know, didn't didn't Did, didn't we spare these guys? Right. Like, didn't you tell us to spare <laughs> yeah. these guys? Hey, God, work this one out. Work this one out, and that's right. And because of course the Edomites were the ones that were from. Um, Basically, um, they were the children of Esau, um, mm. and so they were, they were to be spared. And the, the Moabites and Ammonites were the children of Lot, who was the nephew of yeah. Abraham, of course. Mm. And so, yeah, he's just saying, "Hey, didn't we? Yeah, didn't we spare them?" Basically, and now look at you know what's happening here. But here's the beautiful thing. Yeah, he said he he feared, but he said, "Hey, let's go to God. We know that God will actually fight the battles." He even proclaimed, you know, to actually have fasting and prayer. Mm. And I've I, you know fasted and prayed many times, and when we fast, and of course, according to the Old Testament, when fasting was, it was when something was really serious and we're just saying, like, we really, really earnestly pray this. So that whole supplication came in together mm. with fasting. But then that's why the verse, of course, that you read earlier in 17, um, that says, it says, you will not need to fight the battle, P- position yourself, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem? Do not feel, be dismayed, you know, for the Lord is with you. It, aren't they just, just powerful and beautiful words? The boldness that comes once you pray, then you actually get that boldness. The fear kind of goes away. And, you, and, and that's the thing for us to remember, isn't it, in every mm-hmm. day, is that when we pray, when we supp- supplicate to God, we can stand boldly, confidently in him, knowing that he'll fight the battles for us. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what we see here, Moses' story and here for Jehoshaphat as well, like both of them can look back to their history to see that the way that God has worked so far. Yes. And because of that, when they pray, they pray in boldness. It's not just that they're claiming something by faith that they have no experience of. That faith is built on something. Absolutely. But they can be even more bold. Like, hey, if God was willing to do this, what more is he willing to do? And and the Bible simply says, you know, he that did not spare his own son but delivered it up for his whole, how will he not freely give us all things? Mm. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Hey, um, it has come time for us to go through our quiz questions. But before we do give you the answers, we're going to spin that wheel and find yes. out who wins our two prizes, of course, which is the great prophetic books of Daniel and Revelation and the KJV Bible, the King James Version with Mark Finlay study helps in the Bible cover. That They go hand in hand to help you do your Bible studies and, as Lawson's been saying, to become a bit of a theologian. Yeah, But anyway, right. so let's spin that wheel off we yeah. go. I'm just having a look at the wheel, and there's a there's a couple of deck stackers here, a couple of people who have just gotten in and just answered so full, many questions. But amount. then there's a fair few one-offs, so let's see who, who wins. wins. There we go. There we go. The, it, it is it's going, spinning, spinning, it's spinning. slowing, it's oh. <laughs> and and look who it is. It I mean, it is, is it's, Liz. Yes, congratulations, congratulations, Liz. Liz. And we could just see a lot of names there. Liz entered many times. That's, she was really, really She was really one of the deck stackers for, for this week. I think how That's many, how it works. How many entry, well, it's not always how it works because so, we've had lots of people win like one off. Yep. But Liz this week had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven entries in. So uh, she had answered eleven questions correctly. Worth it. And then of course it's you know, the more the more chances you have in the game, the more you can win. So congratulations, Liz. 
Liz. And of course, that amazing prize that she has won, the great prophetic books of Daniel and Revelation, as well as the KJV Bible too. Hey, we've got some answers here. According to Jesus, this is question one, according to Jesus, which of these uh, characteristics of those who truly love God? Was it humility, obedience, mercy, or all of the above? The answer was... All of the above. All of the above. So it's D. It was D. The second question here, First uh, John 2 tells us that if we abide in him and keep God's commandments and his word, we will A, know him, B, walk even as he walks, C, the love of God will be perfected in us, or D, all of the above. And the answer was... D, D, all all of of the the above. above. (laughs) Which of these is one of Jesus' teaching about the love of God of the Father? And it was, look, let's just get through it. It was was D, D, it was all all of of the the above. above. (laughs) The other answers there were if we believe in him, we'll have everlasting life, always pray and don't give up. Uh, and if we love God, we'll obey his commandments. The next slide here, which of these is a direct Bible quote? A, God is a witness between you and me. B, God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. C, God is love. Or the correct answer, D, all, all of, of the, the above. above. <laughs> and then finally here, why did Jesus come to die? His A, his mercy took our penalty for sin. B, he wanted heaven to be our home. C, because of his great love. Or D, all, all of, of the, the above. above. And the answer was D, <laughs> all of the above. So that was our theme for today that is that the, the answer to every single question there was... All, D, of the, all of the above. <laughs> all of the above. So, yeah, that we, was Shell's idea. That's right. She heard a song, she told us. So, um, you know, she, you know yeah. Shell heard a song and it sparked something thinking up. So she actually put all of those together herself. She was really excited about doing it. So yeah. we hope you really enjoyed Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Well, the song, the song itself, which is actually in, in, I believe it's in our breakfast show rotation, but it's called All of the Above. But had, it's, yeah, but above it's, all she had. Yeah. Yeah. Just before we went into this too. And it's like all of the, and that the there is like T-H-E-E. So, you know, KJV language. It's like all of the, like all of God above, which reminds me of one of my favorite passages from the book of James in, in chapter one, where the Bible says like, and all good things come from God. You know, it comes down from the father of lights in That's heaven right. above. We have been so innumerably blessed. We'd been talking in our- Abundantly. In, abundantly. We've been talking in our, in our study so far about how, you know, going through about prayer and seeing that God has given us so much. We can stand boldly and confidently because of what he has done. And, and that's because at the end of the day, like we, we as, as well, as people who identify as Armenian Christians, well, not Armenian in, in the sense that we are from Armenia, <laughs> but uh, Armenia is like J- Jacobus Arminius. We believe in the freedom of choice. Although God gives us freedom of choice uh, and he gives us the ability to choose whether we follow him or not, we, God is also powerful over everything. There oh, is a, there so is a sovereignty that God has over the universe. You know, his ways will work out in the end because he is the wisest, the smartest, but also the most loving. He has given us oh. everything that we could possibly need. And as, yeah, we've been working through those answers there, all of the above, all of the above, all of the above, Jesus has truly done all things. All things, all things. And we have a text here from Valmay saying, today has been all about, there it is, all about Jesus, my wonderful Savior, and what he has done to save me from the penalty I deserve for all my sins. Thanks, mm. Valmay, for that. And that's the, that's the same for all of us, you know, um, and it becomes, yeah, all of the above because God is just so beautiful. And that's why this particular song that we're going into, of course, is really important because the title is All of the, T-H-E-E, as in God, all of the above. 
by Sound Doctrine. It's not because of pedigree I'm not of noble birth It's not because of wealth or fame I'm a man of little worth It couldn't be that you purchased me To gain something special What could it be? It's plain to see It's none of the above Was it because of your mercy, Lord? You took my penalty Was it so heaven could be my home That you went to Calvary When you chose death to give me life Was it because of your great love The many reasons are not of me But now I'm found Was blind but now I see From death to life From rags to riches From bonds to liberty From a throne of glory To a cross of shame You became all that I was To give to
was Sound Drop Doctrine with all of the above. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. We've come to the end of our show yet again all too quickly. We want to um, encourage you to have a fabulous day and, of course, the weekend. But we're going to leave you with a Bible verse before we give our give, free oh, giveaway. Amazing. Start getting ready for your giveaway, you know, to text us in shortly on 0491064669. Here's the Bible verse for you for the weekend. If God is for us, who can be against oh, us? Oh, powerful. Romans 8.31. And I powerful. thought that went really well with what we were covering earlier in our Bible study time. Guys, have a fantastic weekend. Absolutely, in every way. And just remember to talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be with you till we meet again. Counsel's guide uphold you with the sheep securely fold you. God be with you till we meet again. Until we meet again at Jesus' feet. God be with you till we meet again. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.